You're listening to the Passive Project Podcast, where we dive into building your online course business. We talk about marketing strategy, making money, and creating a business with impact that lights you up. I'm Gemma Bonham-Carter, a mom of two and business strategist who has helped thousands of digital entrepreneurs with my programs and coaching. All right, let's do this. Hey there. So welcome to today's show. I have called this episode the mini offer myth. <laughs> I had some other names uh, that I was thinking about. One is was uh, SLOs are slow, which if you don't know the terminology SLO, that stands for self-liquidating offer. We're going to get into all of this in just a second. But today's episode is really all about, I want to really break down and talk about low-priced or low ticket, whatever you want to call them, digital offers. And this is sort of part one of an episode, which I'm going to continue into a part two, which is going to explain what I like to call the profit early method for really building out a successful kind of course creator business or digital product entrepreneur business. So that's going to be in part two. But today, part one, we're diving into mini offers. So if you aren't sure quite what I'm referring to when I say the word mini offer, you might have heard some of these other sort of terminologies. So maybe you've heard it referred to as a tripwire or a low ticket offer, uh, pocket product, tiny offer, SLO, which is self-liquidating offer. All of these things refer to the same thing, which is that they are low cost digital products, tend to be sort of 50 bucks and under, that solve a really specific problem, right? They tackle one clear thing. And if your Facebook feed looks anything like mine, you are probably seeing ads for these low-priced offers all the flipping time, right? Templates, systems, swipes, mini courses, et cetera, et cetera. I know that I see tons of them. I have bought quite a few of them. Uh, I sell some myself, so it's not like I'm I'm not in this game. I'm going to get into that in a second, in a minute. Uh, but And maybe you've even purchased mine before. Maybe you've purchased 52 Prompts. That's one of my most popular, best-selling ones. Or I have a second one called Workshop Wins. So if you are someone, though, who's sitting there looking to branch out into digital products, maybe for the first time, These kind of mini offers can look like an amazing option, right? You create the thing once, you sell it over and over and over again, so you're just continuing to make money, and there's no kind of coaching or interactive component here, so that's obviously really nice. We're kind of getting into that whole idea of like, let's be millionaires and sit on a beach and never have to work again, right? And you might also think like, oh, okay, that'll be way easier to sell because it's cheap, right? Like who wouldn't want to buy this awesome thing from me if I put it at 27 bucks? Like what a steal of a deal. But unfortunately, it's just not that easy. It's just not a matter of creating a product, sticking a $27 price point on it and expecting to turn that into millions of dollars, even though you know, people might be out there telling us that you can. And I'm not here to say that you can't do it. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. We're going to get a little mathy here, guys. We're going to, you know, I'm putting on my like Gemma numbers nerd hat and we're going to like kind of map out the scenario. 
So let's let's walk through an example, okay? And stick with me. And if you want to like grab a, I don't know, a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper and like write down these numbers as I go through them, that might be helpful for you to kind of really map it out in your head too. So let's say you create a mini offer. Let's say you price it at $37. So it's a little higher than the usual 27, um, but still in that under $50 range. And let's even say that you're gonna get cute and um, you know, you're gonna get fancy and you're gonna have like a bump offer, which is usually that thing, you know when you land on someone's sales page and there's like, you're buying the main thing and then there's like a thing um, that's like, hey, I had this for only like $9 or $19 or something. And it's like a quick, you can just like check the box and it adds it on. That's a bump order. And then an upsell, I'm really getting into like funnel lingo here today, but an upsell is what comes after you've made the purchase. So it's like you've bought the mini offer, maybe there was a bump, and then it takes you to a page where it's like, cool, thanks for buying, but here's um, something else you might be interested in. And it's usually like the thing that'll solve the next step in in the problem, right? That That you're trying to solve with the purchase of the original mini offer. And so let's say you've done those things, right? You have a bump or an upsell. And so let's say your average cart value, meaning for all the people who buy the mini offer from you, let's say the average amount that they spend is 50 bucks, right? So our original offer was 37, but maybe we have these like bumps and upsells. And so, and maybe like half the time people take those. So you end up with an average cart value of 50 bucks. So then you say, okay, great. I wanna make 10K, right? I wanna make 10K a month from this mini offer. I think we can all say, like safely say that that's like a pretty sweet, that would be a pretty sweet goal, right? So, okay, wanna make 10K. That means at a $50 cart value, how many you're gonna need? You're gonna need 200 people to buy a 50, that 50 bucks to turn it into 10,000. Okay, so we need to sell 200. Now, let's say we've built out the sales page for that mini offer and that the sales page converts at 10%, which means if 100 people land on that sales page, 10 of them are gonna buy. And I will tell you, that's a generous conversion rate, okay? Um, Usually, when people start out with these mini offers, and especially for what you quote unquote call like cold traffic, meaning the person who's looking at buying it doesn't necessarily have a big relationship with you. There's not the no like and trust factor built in already. Uh, It's gonna be harder to get that 10% conversion rate. It can be done though. I have my uh, 52 prompts mini offer. I have tweaked that sales page over a lot of time, right? I've had that offer going for about a year and a half now. And that sales page for me consistently converts at around 15%. So the 10%, it's not like it's not doable, but in all likelihood, you're not gonna hit 10% right off the bat. But let's just say it's 10%. Okay, so if we know that the sales page converts at 10%, then this is where we have to do a little little math. We need to figure out, well, at 10% conversion, how many people do I need to land on that page in order to get those 200 buyers, right? Because that's what we wanted to get for making our 10K. So then 
The answer is you need 2,000 people to land on your sales page. And I don't know what about you, but like to me, that's a lot of eyeballs, right? 2,000 people. Think of your audience right now. Think of your audience on social media. Think of your audience on your email list. I know I have listeners who are in all different stages of their business. So there's going to be some of you who are like, yeah, I've got 2,000. And there's going to be others that are like, what? I'm not even close to that kind of audience. And in any case, though, even if you do have a really big audience, it's going to be hard for you to get 2,000 people to land on that sales page month after month after month in order to keep profiting, right? Like I have 20,000 people on my email list and there's no way I could get 2,000 of them to click through to a sales page every single month. So the way that you can have big success with mini offers is by using a paid advertising strategy, right? You need to drive eyeballs to that sales page. You need to have a nice big flow of regular traffic heading over to that sales page. And so it really is all about the ad play here. So whether we're talking like Facebook and Instagram ads, or maybe you're using Pinterest ads or even Google ads, or even YouTube ads, I, I haven't talked to anybody who's YouTube, who has used YouTube ads for a mini offer, but it could work. So, but that's really where it's at for this kind of thing to really pay off. Like you could launch a mini offer if you have an existing audience, and sure, you're gonna get some of your warm audience to buy it, and you could have a nice little, a little boost in your income, right? For sure. But think about the long-term play here, right? It's going to have to require ads. And so for people who really dig experimenting and testing with ads and they're into all of that, this can be a great strategy. Have at it, right? Like, cool, go for it. But I'm going to guess that the majority of you listening don't necessarily fall into that category. And like, I'm even someone who loves business strategy. It's like my fave. And I'm a total numbers nerd. Um, my girlfriend, Marisa Corcoran, you might know her. She's a copywriting uh, expert. She uh, she like always categorizes people um, when she's trying to like teach some of her copywriting stuff. And I think she, I saw one of her things one time and she'd actually put me in there. And I think I was like, yeah, I can't remember what she, it wasn't like numbers nerd, but it was like a tech, like the tech person or something. I think I was like Hermione from, Uh, Harry Potter (laughs) was the analogy. So like, I like numbers. I like tech. I like strategy. Though All of those things come really naturally to me. But I will tell you, running ads is complicated and it's time consuming. And it's not how I want to spend my day every day. I have tried to run my own ads and not enjoyed it at all. Because, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. You need to create graphics. You need to create copy. You need to know how to test different audiences and watch who responds. You need to know how to set up campaigns and constantly tweak it to keep it fresh. And that's just the running ads part. This is all assuming that you hit the mini offer idea right the first time. You know, sometimes it can take some trial and error to figure out, okay, what is the right offer that's gonna really resonate with people at this price point and get them to convert, basically cold, right? So it's definitely not as easy as they make it out to be. 
So let's get back to the money. So you wanted to make those 10K months. Okay, so now we're running ads, right? To get those 2,000 eyeballs onto the sales page, fine. So let's say you've got, so like now we also though need to factor in the cost of the ads and maybe even hiring an ads manager if you're not doing it yourself. But let's just say the cost of the ads, right? You've gotta now factor that in. So your 10K profit just took a hit, right? If you're getting, let's say on average with your ads, you're getting a 2X return on ad spend, meaning for every dollar you put into ads, you get $2 back. Well, that means that you're gonna have to spend 5,000 bucks to get the 10,000 in sales, right? And so that's $5,000 in expenses right there. And then if you hired an ads agency, let's add another 2,000 in management fees on top of that. So that 10K in profit that you wanted to make from your mini offer, well, it just turned into $3,000 because we had to pay for ads and we had to pay for an ads manager to manage our ads. And that, we're not even talking expenses, right? Like software or a customer support team because now you need a team member to help you handle your inbox because you're getting a lot more customer inquiries and um, troubleshooting stuff. And then there's always gonna be a percentage of refund requests too, right? So see how that 10K, like how it looked good from the outside, like easy 10K months but like it's not so great when you peel back the curtain. You know what I mean? But like I am not here to crap on this entire strategy because once you get it working, it can work. And I love, I, I will tell you, I love this strategy. I just don't love it as your first offer unless you are into running ads and like into, or you have like a budget to put toward ads right away. So, the reason why I still love this strategy though, when you're ready for it, is because you can build your email list of people who are buying from you for free, right? Because if you're, maybe even you're profiting from it, because if you can make that whole ad play profitable, so meaning you are profiting, say that 3K a month, and you're also getting people buying your mini offer and therefore joining your email list for free. And the real money is made when you sell them on your higher ticket offers. See what I mean? That's where the real money is made. So for me, the reason why I use this strategy, like use this strategy and like this strategy and was able to start doing this strategy in the beginning was because I had the funds to hire a Facebook and Instagram ads agency who run all my ads for me. So it means I get to talk like ads and sales strategy with them and and you know we hash out strategy together and I approve like creative and copy and all of that stuff. But they are day in and day out like on the ground managing my ads for me. And the only reason that I had the revenue to invest in an ads agency and run those types of ads for a mini offer was because I was already selling a higher priced course. That was the step that had to come first. I needed to have a higher ticket offer that was generating me revenue. And to be quite honest, I figured out that with ads first 
before I did the mini offer too. Like I was able to figure out, okay, how can I have an evergreen sales kind of system or machine or like whatever you want to call it running in the background of my business to welcome new students into my higher ticket program every like every day, all the time. And I figured that out with ads first. Like I figured it out organically and then I layered in ads and then I layered in the mini offer. So this is all giving you a little hint at what's gonna come next in our next podcast, which is gonna be sort of part two of this, which is something that I like to call the profit early method. And I'm going to literally lay it out for you in terms of, what kind of offers you should launch first, second, third, fourth, fifth, as you're building out a course creator style business. And you might already be on like step three or something, but I'm gonna lay it out in the order in which, if you do it in this order, it is gonna lead to profits faster for you. Actual profits, like money in your pocket. And as you can tell from this episode, the mini offer, that is not offer number one, right? That This is not the thing. Like, I don't want you pouring all kinds of time and energy if you're just getting started into a little $19 or $27 product that is going, you're gonna need such a big audience to turn into real revenue, right? So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It has given you a bit of clarity on really how the whole mini offer strategy can can really work in a business and maybe give you a bit of insight as to when you are gonna be ready to implement that strategy. And I would love to hear from you if you have a mini offer, if you're running ads to it, if you're thinking about doing this, definitely feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Gemma.BottomCarter or just, you know, take a snap a picture of you listening to this episode, tag me in stories, let me know that you've been listening, let me know what your biggest aha moment was. I always love that kind of thing and really appreciate it when you guys share out this, like these episodes like that. It goes really a long way for me to, to you know get this podcast into more people's hands or earbuds, I should say. And on that note, if you wanna leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be amazing too. Lastly is that, we have coming up the my brand new free event called Online Course Prep School. And so if you are thinking of creating an online course or group program and want to launch it in 2021, this five-day event is really going to be a game changer for you. You're gonna get so much clarity and it actually starts today, but it is not too late to hop in. So you can head on over to gemmabottomcarter.com forward slash prep school. The link is in the show notes with this episode and you can save your seat, come attend today's live training. And then we have live trainings happening throughout the rest of the week. It's going to be really a game changer for you to get clarity on really how to turn your story, your skills, and your experience into a profitable, sellable online course. Even if you don't consider yourself an expert in something, even if you're not sure what your idea is going to be, that's okay. That's exactly what this free event is going to be for It's to get those foundational things in place. And then we're also going to be opening up the doors to my signature program called Course Creator School. So if it's the right time for you to hop into something like that, we're going to be opening up the doors with a whole ton of incredible bonuses that 
that I don't want you to miss. If you have any questions about that, definitely feel free to drop into my DMs on Instagram and we could talk it through. Um, I'm always sending voice notes back to people, <laughs> uh, helping them figure out like if this is the right next step for their business. So if that's you, uh, feel free to come and chat with me. I would love that. And otherwise, I will see you in part two of this two-part series coming up next week. Thanks for tuning in.